Shop new looks for the new year at Macy's One Day Sale. Going on now with deals of the day like sweaters from Clubroom, Alfani, Inc., and more. $19.99 to $29.99. And get 40 to 60% off coats and boots. Then add the finishing touch to any look with fine jewelry clearance, 70% off. Plus, get your dot-com orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup. Or you can pick them up inside the store. For details, visit Macy's.com. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Let's be real thankful. Do that. Do that. Yes. Special Thanksgiving episode. Yes. I'm already hungry. After <laughs> <laughs> you just ate. After I just ate. Damn. You say you're ready for the Thanksgiving feast, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm making it. Okay, eat some mac and cheese. I was about to say, so let's be thankful yeah, for mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm waking up eating mac and cheese. <laughs> you know, doggone well, the mac and cheese ain't going to be ready till about 12, 1, 2, 12. 12. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Remember, we are powered by the Bench Podcast Network. Check us out on our new website. It's LBR Sports 901.wixsite.com slash real. Also, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's LBR Sports 901. And you can listen to us on any podcast platform. All right, before we start, special shout out. We are on Pandora. For sure. Man, yeah. Moving on, no. Moving on, no. <laughs> All right. Go down to the show topic list today. Memphis. I told y'all, we talk about Memphis. We talk about Memphis. Memphis start off almost every single episode from here on out. Mm-hmm. After that, NFL, Miles um, Garrett suspension. Um, got up here, and we'll talk about ramifications on everything, with everything they'll send out with all the punishments. After that, boxing. You didn't see that fight Saturday? we get to it. <laughs> you probably heard it. You probably heard him get knocked down. I ain't, yeah. I ain't neither. <laughs> we finished with our famous troll and all, and followed by everybody giving something that they're thankful for. I'm actually working on the remix for the new Charles and All song. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot for the longest what, the, what my song was. And then I remember the other day when I heard the song. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, you know, I, we can do it going into the new year. Okay. There you go. New year, new Charlotte song. How about that? There you go. All right. You got it, man. Oh, yeah. Um, So, so we are, at this point, we all know that James Wiseman has uh, been suspended by the NCAA for 12 such games. I believe that is um, unfair. I feel as if they um, probably took what Penny Hardaway and the coaching staff and the program had, they, what they did as far as, like, the extracurricular activities, which is 
the, the target on the back of the shirts and playing him regardless if, if he was likely suspended or, or not likely suspended, but likely and as of another type of stuff. But at the end of the day, I still don't care. I feel like it was he wasn't it wasn't worth for him to get the the twelve games like you said it took before we before we went on air like he's probably the most innocent of all of everybody in this particular situation. I mean, you went from like I said, he his money was taken uh, was given to Penny Hardaway not Penny Hardaway the money was t- uh, came from Penny Hardaway to his mom, which at that point like I mean I've even heard the people say like you seventeen eighteen years old like a lot of times you don't ask your parents where you getting like where they getting money from like exactly but did anyone of y'all have the the, the good extra parents where you, where they getting money from no exactly no. <laughs> I'm not exactly like so I mean I think he's innocent on their behalf he has nothing he had nothing to do with this I think at the end of the day he just wanted to um, move to. Uh, to Memphis to be to play under Penny Hardaway. I think if you're 17, 18 years old, who wouldn't want to play um, AAU basketball for Penny Hardaway? So, um, like I said, that that happened um, in 17, 18. So now here here we are. Fast forward until him um, being enrolled into the program, he gets um, he gets ruled eligible in May, um, and then turn around right before the season starts, he gets um, he gets ruled as likely eligible, which. Again, we talked about in our group text how and where are you likely uh, uh, likely ineligible? Either you're, you're eligible to play or you're not eligible to play. So, and I think that's part of the reason why the school and the program felt the need to fight for it. You see, what I'm saying like if you're gonna rule, if you're gonna rule me eligible at one particular point, and then not necessarily you ruled me um, ineligible at all, but you ruled me likely ineligible, I will fight the, the whole case too. Like I said, I feel like um, the NCAA was wrong in this in this particular situation. I was also of the mindset, okay, he would probably get at least three or four games because at the end of the day, like, in a sense, this is the NCAA's fault, right? I mean, if none of this, we would not be going through any of this right now. He'd probably be almost playing at this point if they would have just ruled him elsewhere from the get-go. And so now here we are, now he, now you give him a whole 12-game suspension. He's missing the Tennessee game. He's mm. missing the Georgia game. Man. He's missing all these games that you really think that, okay, like, the NCAA should, like, at least want him to play so they can, so you can get TV ratings, so you can get all this money that y'all are always getting to benefit off these players. You would think that they want him back for these games, and now he's missing all these good games. He's missing all these games. Um, and he's also going to miss the start of the, of the of conference play, too. So I just think it's stupid. I really hope that they continue to fight this particular situation um, and definitely get his games reduced from 12 to – Seven, six, eight, or something like that. So, it's. I think it's crazy. Um, I go. And I gave them a new name earlier this week. The not cool at all league. That's what the NCAA <laughs> simply said. What's going on with James Wiseman is I think the NCAA is trying to pick on. They're, they're pretty much picking on the Memphis program as far as like we're gonna send a message to say you know if y'all kind of want to bring the new hip you know kind of like the five five-ish kind mm-hmm. of feel to basketball. Like, no, this is not what for. And we can clearly see that with this. Um, I also tweeted that to, in two years that the top five picks in the next, you know, in the top two, that in two years the top five picks in the NBA draft will be from either overseas or from high school is because who would want to play for the NCAA in two, three years? Sure. Especially if they're targeting their top athletes like this. Like, we got, like, James Wise, we got Chase Young, who... Like, come on now, they're the top up there. Like, everybody wants to see him play. You want money to be your main projective, but the people that we want to pay to see, you don't have them on the floor because mm-hmm. of some petty issue that happened five years ago. Mm-hmm. That's why. So, uh, salute to Jay Williams because 
um, in order for James Wiseman to pay, to play, he has to pay eleven thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. How was he gonna pay eleven thousand dollars? <laughs> and it's still like said you can't do that either. Like so, you wait, you can't use a GoFundMe? No. Yeah, they say he gonna use it. What? So this is just a message saying that he. he I don't think James Wiseman gonna play this season. If I was him, I wouldn't play. I don't think he's gonna play. <laughs> I, I wouldn't play either. But at the same time, me point. with. The Memphian that I am, I will. Yeah, I, I, I mean, want to see the Tigers yeah. all the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was the prime opportunity to do so. And I think the NCAA is literally stopping us from reaching our greatness mm-hmm. because they want to be big brother. Mm-hmm. They want to be the ones that say, hey, we're still here. Y'all better respond to us. And it's whack. Mm-hmm. And all these high school players that are watching, they're seeing this and they, they're asking themselves, do I really want to be a part of this? Mm-hmm. That's why R.J. Hampton said, no, screw y'all. That's why LaMelo Ball, who should be in college playing college basketball, mm-hmm. didn't break any rules. That's why he's overseas, and a lot of these high school students are looking at this and be like, "Nah, we good." So, Green might go good job, see. NCAA. Yeah. Y'all done shot yourself in our own foot, and y'all might as well <laughs> pocket and put another button in and then put it to your head because that's literally what they just done. And to be real, this is only the beginning. Um, this the beginning because I don't know if y'all heard or not, but the NCAA just called Christian Brothers on some with the team with their uh, tennis team or whatever. Yeah, so they, they, they they unleashed on Christian Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. They still here in the city looking for Christian Brothers. Lord knows you already know they're doing some serious digging to try to bring down the U of M. So but as you said, man, thank you NCAA for ruining your own league. I know those billions of dollars that y'all have in TV deals. And that's gonna eventually um Start to look like a loss. So, mm-hmm. hey, kudos. Yeah. Um, James Wiseman being suspended, I, I agree with you, Shark. I don't think he even needs to come back. Uh, what does he have to prove? Again, the Memphian, and me too, now that I have a real Memphis ID. Nah. <laughs> 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 to see um, James Wiseman on the floor. I mean, you think about Memphis Madness and, and what that stirred up and brought to us uh, here in Memphis, and then also still recording. I mean, that still is not going anywhere either by the program. Just big slaps in the face. Like I said, you used to call them. Uh, what was the NCAA? They're not cool at all. Not man. cool at all. I just politics <laughs> as usual. Wow, man. Eventually, I don't believe the NCAA is going to be as big as it is. Um, I think that is also, co- I feel like college and universities are going to face this stuff out. And this is just from an educational standpoint. I don't mm-hmm. think college and universities are going to be the places for kids to be at anymore. I think they're going to go to more like trade schools. Like, mm-hmm. why am I going to, if I want to get a degree in, I don't know, communications, mm-hmm. why do I have to go to University of Memphis mm-hmm. and study math and English and all these other schools when I can go Sorry, to, I'm life somewhere else? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can go somewhere else in the trade school. So then once we start getting more kids in the trade schools, then the NCAA is going to look at things a lot different from a different picture. And the NCAA used to be the bigger mm-hmm. thing yeah. as opposed to the NFL and NBA because it used to be the feeder. Um, before, well, before it was the feeder, was NCAA was the bigger, bigger deal, excuse me, but then it became more of a feeder. And once we're done with needing the feeder, it's over with. Um, and then the NCAA is going to continue to lose money. So, positive as usual. Um, if this was, let's be real, if this was a white person, um, we wouldn't be going through these type of allegations like this. Have there ever been any white players mm-hmm. just accused of anything like this? To this magnitude, I don't think recently we've had anything to deal with this stereotype, it, it, I think. Not, not to this magnitude, but I always bring this up, uh, the situation with Kyle Guy, mm. where um, he couldn't receive gifts from his own wedding registry, otherwise he wouldn't have been able to play in the Final Four in the NCAA uh, National Championship. Wow. 
Yeah, and my th- and my thing is, I mean, to that point, like it, it it frustrates me that they don't they don't even try to look at it from like they don't try to put themselves in their no. in their student shoes whatsoever. It's just like like how did you make a player pay eleven thousand dollars back to uh, you make him pay eleven thousand dollars to a uh, to a charity of his case or not charity of his case, but you make him pay eleven thousand dollars to a charity? Where's he gonna get the money from? You see what I'm saying? Like he he, he can't get he can't get a job. He can't get it from his mom because his mom needed the money. <laughs> right. So he's exactly. like, it, do, it doesn't make sense. And that's why I was, I, I guess it was dumb of me to think, okay, maybe the NCAA would just say, okay, you know what? This is kind of our fault. This is kind of our doing as to why this happened. No, they gave the man 12 games. 12 games makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. And then, like I said, to your point, like, people are start, like, people are like, Athletes gonna start coming out of high school and start like the NBA already said like this is one of the dumb rules about to be over with. Yeah, yeah. Like so I mean you already see like athletes going over overseas. So you would think like, okay, NCAA would think, okay, like we gotta start making sure like we gotta give a reason for our people to stay in college or or come to college. This is your prime opportunity right here and you failed once again. So I mean I, I don't know and I'm kind of just like it it, it frustrates it frustrates me a lot because it's 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 a school and it's a program that I cherish like a whole lot like I've, I'm done with Duke I'm done like looking at other schools like Memphis is my thing like I'm a season ticket holder and like now all of a sudden like they, they they're taking they're taking away like the precious they they're taking away like what Memphis finally has like what we, what we worked our butts off for it seems like we're paying for a mistake that another man made. 10 years ago. Yeah. Still. And that man being Kyler Perry for those who are still don't know. <laughs> but that's what it feels like and man, whatever. I mean, Hashtag free Wiseman. It's a that's simple it's a simple attack on a non-blue blood school. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. I mean, when it came out, of course, I'm like, what? 12 games? I understood. I think I read an argument for Seth Davis that it would have been, it should have been like nine. It would have been 30% or I forget, I think 30% of the mm-hmm. team games or something. So it should have been nine. But I guess since they played on the first three, mm-hmm. they added on those three games. But I mean, when I saw it, it didn't shock me because it, it just came out to be, oh, it's, it's double A saying, oh, y'all, y'all want to go about that way? I right, bet we got y'all. So mm-hmm. I mean, quickly I turned to it deals what it deals. Can't see her complaining about it. He appealed it. Hopefully it gets down. If it doesn't get down, we just got rolled the punches. He, at the very least, let's be thankful. Yeah, he's coming back this season. There you go. There you go. Something to be thankful already. I mean, he still got to pay the 11000 though. So I heard that he can take out, well, I don't know. He can take out a loan. I don't know what he's going to do. That's not for us to worry about. <laughs> I heard that you ain't got to pay all back. You can pay, you can You can do a payment plan or something. I think so. And he's going to be no one paying. And Jay Williams doing the, uh, the GoFundMe. Like, well, he said they can't use it. They can't use it, though. Oh, he couldn't use it? Yeah, he couldn't use it. But that's I think stupid. he used it. Let's just do So if he used the payment plan, he can be number one pick. So I mean, yeah, but you still, I'm thinking you still got to pay it out before you're able to play, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, payment plan. So it's that, like a four year. Now you think that's, that's, so that's my thing. I'm not giving you the money. Yeah, that's exactly. my thing. <laughs> exactly. If you, it's like once the twelve games are over, it's like you still got this balance of eleven thousand. You need to pay us. If you don't pay that, we're not letting you go on the court. That's, that's like, what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like college, man. You we, <laughs> we could you can use payment plan for our tuition, right? Payment <laughs> <laughs> plan for this college, not cool at all, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, one quick thing, I'm not sure if you um, if y'all knew this or not, but I learned that. The NCAA exists because of school presidents. Did y'all know that? Yes. Yeah. I, I did I not heard, know that. I heard that. The whole yes. reason why the NCAA is what it is is because of school like school presidents. So if the school presidents of all, if every school president wants to say, we don't want the NCAA to do 
all these um, things that they're doing, they can really do away with it. I did not. I, I didn't know that. But why would they not? Because then, because I think my dad asked me that. And it's, it's mainly because like they don't want they don't want their school to get hit. But if if Kentucky's cheating or if Duke is cheating, they want Duke and Kentucky to get caught, and they don't think they'll get caught. So that's why they want it. Yeah, yeah exactly. And they probably get a nice little check on the south side too. Yes, sir. But for all my pissed off fans, listen to Two Chains NCAA. Mm-hmm. That's why I've been bumping all week. That's why I've been bumping all year. Exactly. <laughs> Let's keep bumping that. Put it on repeat. But next up, man, we still talking about Memphis. First thing first, we beat Ole Miss Saturday. For sure. Yes. Rapper game. Skyler was there. You can speak on it. But um, what else happened? Let's get on this. Got hurt. He's God. out for three weeks. <laughs> but, man, it's one of the deals Ooh. we won. We finished out the deal. One rivalry. Scott, you want to speak on the game? Um, really good game. I was I was definitely in the building for that one. FedEx form was literally, I mean, Edge was rocking for real. Like I, it was pretty much a sold out. Which I mean, I had seen a, a a game like that. Probably I think the Tennessee game last year yeah, probably been yeah. had, probably had been close to that. But like the, just the vibe and like the energy in the building like was was absolutely crazy. Like Ole Miss definitely showed out. Uh, they definitely came through um and, and talked their trash. But at the end of the day, Memphis definitely had their final say. So. Um, let me see who all who all stood out. Alo stood out um, again. Mm-hmm. Took you you mentioned him before the season even started. He would definitely be the X factor. And you go look at his stats, and he had a, he had a really a, he had a really good game, um, assisting the ball, grabbing rebounds, um, um, kind of just messing things up for uh, for Ole Miss um, when they were on offense and stuff like he's that too. Our Aaron Crow, definitely for sure. Like <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he's definitely, he's definitely you worth go. it. <laughs> um, who else showed out? Um, DJ. DJ, DJ, God, yeah. DJ is just like, I think other than James, and right now, since James ain't on the team right now, well, he's still on the team, but if he's not playing, DJ is definitely probably my favorite Tiger right now. He's just, he's consistent, and he's like one of those people that he's always just somehow open right underneath to go every single time. Like, I'm like, dang, like he's open again. Like, how does he constantly get, how does he constantly get open? It's just him just kind of moving him, finding himself in the offense, which is good too. So DJ definitely stood out, but Precious, Thank God, <laughs> boy, because I was starting to get worried about Precious, but De- Precious definitely he um he he had a grown man's game too. I think he could have he could have had thirty. He had two air balls from the free throw line. Yeah, that one good, but he definitely day. yeah, he, but he definitely showed up as well too. So those three players definitely stood out. Um, Lester getting hurt definitely um is going to be a blow to the team because now you're down two starters um as you go into the NC State on Thursday on Thanksgiving Day. Um, you got UT coming up soon, and you got conference play coming up soon after that. So hopefully he can get back on the team soon. But I also did um, from Penny's press conference earlier. Um, I heard that Malcolm Dangers is now available, so he can come yeah. back when he yeah. wants to. That's good. Um, so it's definitely got to be a, it's definitely got to be like a strong team effort. Um, the only thing that I would suggest, I mean, because at the end of Penny Hardaway's the coach. I want to see more Ryan Boyce. It's kind of a little frustration. When Lester got hurt, that's the first thought yeah. came to my mind. Yeah, but he, he, he's playing. He's playing Jaden a little too much I know. for me. Jaden is like doing nothing. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, yeah. bro, like, <laughs> come on now, like, he can't be on the floor. He can get, get this many minutes. He ain't getting a shot at him. He ain't getting a rebound. He gets this. He you gotta you gotta get something out of something. Golly, it was making me mad. I was like, but put Ryan Boyce in the game. Um, but other than that, like I said, it was definitely a good game. Uh, definitely canceled the wire like I thought it would be. So that that almost game um it's definitely something i can hopefully we can continue to play um as penny hardaway um and then current but name is an old miss 
Great game. I definitely enjoyed it. Um, I watched the second half and was glued to it. I don't want to do anything else or watch anything else. Without commentary. Um, without yeah, commentary. Without I was, commentary. I was, I was, that was great. Shout out to CW for not having a commentary. It's great being able to actually listen to the players and the crowd <laughs> and actually feeling like I was there. I heard exactly. everything from cuss words to trash talk <laughs> to people talking crazy to the referees. I enjoyed it, and I think they need to do they keep 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 that up. But as far as the game go, I I enjoyed the fight that the Tigers showed, especially against an older uh, old Miss crowd. Um, it started to look sloppy towards the end. They were doing a lot of like full court pass, not full court pass, but like on the oh, other yeah. side of the uh, other half passes and stuff like that. You know, turning the ball over, but. Uh, special salute, salute to Alo because he kept his team grounded. And uh, like I said earlier, he is the X factor as far as being the leader of this team, being the defensive dog that he is. Y'all say AJ Kraft. I'm not sure he is, but I do know who Patrick Beverly is. And <laughs> the Clippers would not be what the Clippers are without Patrick Beverly. He's the heart and soul of that team, just like Alo is the heart and soul of this team. Uh, we kind of got into a discussion in our group me about whether Alo should start or not. I simply said no, and I love Alo. I'm probably his biggest fan. But as far as like strategy goes, it'll give Alo a chance to come in and really impact the game, especially against second strings. But when it's down to the nitty gritty and the last five on the floor, he will he he will be one of them. Like it's not no need to be one of them. He will be one of the don't one of the five on the floor. And I hate that we won't really get to see you know how good he can be because I think he really could have had a great season. With James Wiseman, like nobody in the nation knows how to play with you know with Wiseman like Alo does, mm -hmm. and we we won't yeah. get a chance to see that unfortunately. But salute to Alo, um, let's get well soon, and go Tigers! All right, the same one time. Let's go and get to the Memphis Tennessee rivalry. Rick Barnes makes comments last week saying I'm done with that him. he's already <laughs> done that this rivalry might continue when he ends with other nature. Yeah, yeah, next year's the Because I needed to start first since I'm a Tennessee fan, huh? So, just because I'm a yeah. Tennessee fan, don't mean I necessarily like my coach. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. This guy that said something tripping that could be done. Y'all ain't going to ride or die? Jason yeah, King. I mean, they're my team, but I don't. Nah, you don't you ride I didn't like yeah. I didn't like Jeff Fisher while I was talking. So. <laughs> 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 I'm like Mike Tomlin, so. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got like my coach. But uh, y'all know why I'm liking him, because yeah. when we get to the tournament, he's going to choke. But. Uh, <laughs> as far as I know, I don't know what he's doing for. Is it because of Penny's comments last year? Is it because he's scared? Is it because of Tubby Smith? What it's for? I don't know. He's scared because UT and Memphis are the top schools in Tennessee, and they're really fighting for the best in Memphis, really. Because if you're thinking like overall city sports, like Memphis got probably the best hoopers in the state. And if you come to the city, you know you got to go through Penny Hardaway, and that's not going to happen. That's what anybody so don't recruit here, huh? Don't recruit here. But how you not going to recruit here? <laughs> I mean, this is UT. You he still got, got that ego. That's true. He got the known for recruiting class that recruiting here. That Do what you've been doing. That is true. Hey, I don't know. That's a, that's a fight that I like to see keep on. But I, really, I don't know. I think it's really – I think it's the – which – it's the wrong reason why, but I think he just really don't like Penny. Yeah, he really I'm don't like that. the way that Tubby Smith stuff went down. And – what I can say about that deal is Gary Parrish and mission it time and again. Him and Gary Parrish will be okay. John Calipari and Rick Rick Pitino hate each other. Mm -hmm. Kentucky and Louisville still play. That's what makes a rivalry. Memphis and Tennessee hate each other. <laughs> let the coaches. I mean, let let us not like each other. Yeah, let's like <laughs> <just> play. Yeah. <laughs> what you want? With it? So, well, Rick Barnes, whatever. I mean. I'm out of here, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the penny, man? Yeah. It's, 
I hate to be that guy, but it's the harsh reality. I can kind of see why Rick Barnes doesn't want to have this go past uh, next season. From that perspective, it's like, what does Tennessee have to gain from this point by playing Memphis? Because Tennessee, in Rick Barnes' five years there, has kind of established itself, at least now, as a decent basketball coach. Um, They've had one good season. They've had more than one season. Back-to-back. Yeah, back-to-back. With with a three-seed, which unfortunately came to an end when they lost to Loyola Chicago. And then this past season, they were a two-seed, and they lost in the Sweet 16. Um, So it really doesn't really benefit them in their minds to maybe continue to play Memphis because the only people that have something to game out of is Memphis. Basically like when John Cat Perry went and played Tennessee because they had nothing to game. Exactly. So, but this rivalry, and I have to blame my fellow uh, Tigers administration for this because this rivalry could have been stretched out if they would have just did what they should have done two years ago and when they hired Tubby, they should have hired Penny. But we all know what happens there. So, I got two scenarios that could have happened which probably could have kept this rivalry going. First scenario, you don't hire Tubby at all. Hire Penny in uh, 2016, uh, right as they're probably in discussions to bring the in-state rivalry back. <clears throat> Tennessee is starting to come back up because Rick Mars in his second year at that point. And then you have those two build each other up together yeah. to keep that rivalry going. Or the second scenario Basically, you fired Passenger back in 2014 after one step. When the Joe Jackson era came to an end, Josh Passenger should have went with him and just probably trade those last two passing years for Tubby's two years in Memphis. Basically, just push everything that happened a year back. And you just have those two teams. You have Memphis and Tennessee just building each other up at that time. Because literally a week after a week after it was announced that Penny would be the next coach is when everything came out about the state rivalry being back. But, of course, prior to the news coming out, the contract and stuff probably had already been signed. It was, because he agreed with you. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but I, I mean, I'll let you go ahead in a second. But I think if you're going to say there's nothing for them to gain from the rivalry, then why play it at all? Nothing changed. at the time. At the time, both teams were literally looking to come back up. Like, Memphis needed it because they needed attendance because they had Tubby. Tennessee was <laughs> Tennessee was on the come up looking to possibly get themselves back. And they felt because Tubby was there, that's three easy wins for Tennessee. That's at least in their mind. So, See, that's I think, why. So, I guess Tennessee personally, as a program, they don't really have much to gain from it because of the – Simple fact, you play the SEC. And the SEC has gotten better since that point also. I mean, the SEC went all that good for conference until at that point. Yeah, right. I and now they hire all these coaches, and it's about it's a top-tier conference now. Yeah. But I was thinking for the state reason, though, they should keep the rivalry going. Because I think as a state, Memphis, Tennessee, and Vanderbilt now, mm-hmm. like, they should all play each other in, like, some – well, Tennessee yeah. played Vanderbilt anyway. But Memphis should – yeah, like, dude, we need to promote the state now. Yeah. We yeah. got – we are in great um, – well, we're in a great state. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a great state yeah, in the basketball I, I would, world right now. So. I will hope that this is not the case that the rivalry end, and the only way that it'll come back this go around if it was to end at the end of next season is basically for Memphis to join the Big 12 at that point, um, which I don't know if that's going to happen soon, but that will be the only case. At least five years. Yeah. Yeah. Contract. So I said that would have to happen, and then 
hopefully they still keep the SEC Big 12 challenge going. So that way now, if you're Memphis and you're in the Big, yeah, if you're Memphis in the Big 12, the schedule with Kansas twice a year, you play Tennessee as a non-conference to keep the state rival from going, and then you get the smoke you always wanted in the SEC Big 12 challenge. You play Kentucky, John Guy Perry, who you hate. Another year you can play Auburn against Bruce Pearl. So I again I would so. love for the rivalry to keep to keep going, but just for the sake of looking at it from Tennessee's point of view, I don't see it going past next year because there's like nothing for them to gain. Because it's nothing to gain but everything to lose in their case. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to these basketball schools, it's all about getting in the NCAA tournament and it's all about seeding. Mm-hmm. So so Tennessee beating Memphis now is not going to really move the needle forward in them sports trying to get a high seed. In the future, in the future, now in the future, possibly this year, this year, yeah. this year. Too. I mean, Memphis is right tight in Tennessee at the moment. <laughs> yeah, right now. Actually. True, true. <laughs> at this point, we're going to be saying it's going to be the opposite because, like, why face UT Knox when we're a top five school and they're not a, even a top twenty? Well, well you, have to look at, you have to look at it. The conference exactly. will be there. Tennessee right is a, a decent basketball program in a power five conference. Because power five teams are easier to schedule than Memphis. It's still tough for us to schedule. Exactly. But, I, but I, I think the the point of a rivalry is not, to me, coaches. The point of the rivalry is the programs. <laughs> um, and the programs make the rivalry. So I don't care who's coaching Michigan. Ohio State's going to play Michigan. I don't care if we've lost 10 straight. That's going to be a big game to us mm-hmm. because our fan base needs that to be a big game. So if the UT Knox volunteer family rose up about this, and the Memphis Tigers family rose up and said, hey, this needs to be something that happens regardless of who's the coach, then they're going to listen to the fans because guess who's going to pay the money for the coaches? The fans. Mm-hmm. So if people can just stop caring about the coaches and say, hey, listen, Memphis and UT got to come back, and it's got to be a thing every single year once a year or something like that, then they'll listen because money talks at the end of the day. And the NCAA is going to need money. They're a billion-dollar industry. So I, I believe that they it needs to be looked outside of that scope. But, again, robberies come down to programs, not coaches. I mean, well, let's not act like they're not cool at all league. That's <laughs> <laughs> about what we think, though. You know, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah, they don't care about the state of Tennessee. But then you just look at it like last season's game in Memphis was a sellout. Um, this year's game was sold out a month in advance. So it's, at this point, why not? Yeah, I'm pretty sure even next year when they move it to Nashville, yeah, like that's even better. Yeah, exactly. Both teams, both teams get there. It's middle round. We probably should have called this episode "Let's Be Real." Common sense ain't common. <laughs> <laughs> like if you got something that's making you money, why stop what's for? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just a nobody. Not cool, <laughs> not cool at all, man. Not, not cool, cool at all. That's good. That's good. Let's go to the NFL. Um, I guess we're. Oh, we, we got we got to talk about the Tigers football. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, got, we got to shout them out today. Yeah. Yeah, shout out. We uh beat South Florida. Forty-five to what ten? Forty-nine to ten. Forty-nine to ten, buddy. Yeah. Yes. Defense looks good. I do not care at all. You <laughs> I'm ready for the next. I'm ready for this next game. That's what we need to talk about. Cincinnati. It's practice game. Well, I tell you this: for uh, we're coming up for this Cincinnati game, one we might play them two. As long as yeah. we win, we'll play them back to back weeks, mm-hmm. and we'll be at home back to back weeks. 
Uh, I needed to go to Cotton Bowl so I can take a trip in Dallas on uh, December 28th. <laughs> so basically, oh. <laughs> Memphis, Memphis basically splits. Mm. They lose or win the championship because they still get to the New Year's Six. That's possible. possible. Yeah. And at, at ten and two, because you got to be in rank, you got to be the highest rank group of five. Yeah, Appalachian uh, State and Boise Appalachia, State yeah. are like right behind okay. us and Cincinnati. So yeah. it's like, but yeah. I, I still think though, I think whether it's Cincinnati or Memphis, I think they still get the nod, the nod just because it's it's strength of schedule at the end of the day. Like you, you go down yeah. the list and see who Appalachian State has played, you like, huh? ain't really playing nobody. So it's they, like, I mean, they don't care in the group of five. Huh? <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. The group of five. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I just think I think either I think if it's Memphis, if Memphis splits, so Memphis, I guess so right. somehow loses like next if Friday. Friday. If Memphis loses Friday, we out. Yeah. We won't go to championships. Could Navy on here for a loss. Ah, that's so true. Navy we go. So we gotta win Friday no matter what. Yeah. Then so we lose. So we have to be win, lose. But then if we lose, they gonna give that's us to the championship. Yeah, that's true. We gotta win. We gotta win. Ain't no losing. And it's Memphis. What we just say? Yeah. Somebody like <laughs> I need Memphis to get it done, man. Here's Brady. We got to win, dog. Uh, <laughs> all around the playbook. I, I, I don't need, 30 plus. I don't need, I don't need oh, Memphis God. choking right. away uh, a potential New Year's season. Cincinnati ain't scoring. <laughs> <laughs> that's important, too. They got strong defense, but no falls ain't scoring. Now, <laughs> nah, our defense ain't exactly that good, but no, they, they not they not for now scores. If it's a shootout, Memphis winning. Yeah, I think 100% of the time. Yeah, I think, but the for me, the biggest reason I'm taking to Memphis is because we play so well at home. And I thought about this when I was when I was at the Tigers basketball game. You know, it's just a totally complete different sport. But think about the last time Memphis Tigers, like football and basketball, actually lost at home. It's been a long time. It's been a minute. I think the last time either one lost at home was the UT game. Mm-hmm. Both play really mm-hmm. both play both play really we well at home. We lost in conference games. Yeah, but as far as I guess regular season, like regular season, like neither one has has lost in some time. So I don't know. I think both play really well at home. I think um, the, again the crowd will be big both times. For, um, if we win both, if we win Friday and then turn around and play Cincinnati again the following week, I think that the crowds are going to be um, electric both times like that, like they yeah. were at the SMU game. So I definitely think that Memphis can pull out both. Don't be like UT Memphis and choke away a possible New Year's. Ah, don't bring it up on us. Don't bring it up on us. Speaking of that, shout out to UT for becoming bowl eligible. I know, right? <laughs> he didn't see that coming. <laughs> we so did. So, so about two months ago, y'all was about to hear about that. You talking about UT Martin? <laughs> <laughs> I said for UT Martin. Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> shout out to UT Martin. Hey, shout out to UT Martin. They got to be some record though. They seven to five this year. Uh, they the game a little bit. There uh, be UT Knox. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. Yeah, I had to drop it in there. There you go. <laughs> All right, move on to the NFL. Miles Garrett suspension was upheld. Uh, Mason Rudolph got the highest fine of everyone, and it was a, about thirty-three players got fined out of that whole ordeal. Damn it, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but what are your thoughts? I was right. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I, was I, was right. Right. I was right. I was right. I was right. Only reason now, only reason I'm kind of high scholarly is because so. Go ahead. Go ahead. It all came out. Yep. In the arbitration. Exactly. And we were saying like, why you didn't say nothing earlier? Now you're right. You can't. You you predicted it right. But I think you had said something about you had predicted before. You had said you had found the out before them, or I forgot. No, you, I was like, you I, before when the podcast, when last week's podcast mm-hmm. dropped mm-hmm. on Sunday. On Sunday, I said 
Did the reason the fight jumped well, off? It got, re- it got released. So it still released the so, day before the reports yep. came out. So, um, but yeah, I knew that it was the whole thing going down with Miles Garrett. And uh, of course, as we all know, if everybody's in here seeing training today, you know the infamous quote it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. Uh, so there's like yeah, no real evidence, like no audio or anything that that has Mason Rudolph, you know, actually using a racial slur towards Miles Garrett. Of course, kind of as a slap on the wrist because of what may have happened. That's why he ended up with the highest line, which is 50k. Which of course to an NFL player is nothing. No, to him it is. Yeah, that's, 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 game that's, that's a game checker. That's, that's a game checker for him. <laughs> okay, but um. So, and I think now with this report that's come out saying that um, they're hopeful that Miles Garrett can come out, I mean, can be reinstated next season, just lets me further know now they're looking for him to probably recant that statement about them possibly losing the racial slur. And the reason he didn't use it right at that moment was because, as I told you before, teams have a publicist. They probably went up to Miles Garrett and said, hey, we need you to say this. You're probably going to be suspended, but... You say this, da, da da you might not be suspended for as long as you need it to be. Which is probably why he said what he said at the press at the uh, postgame. And then, of course, once he's meeting with the Players Association, now everything comes out. Because at this point, I'm not getting paid by the Browns. I'm suspended. So now I can really just just let it loose. So. I don't know. For me, it just, I mean, I would hate to have, if that, especially if, like, because he's a quarterback for the Steelers, I would have hate. Um, if he used that slur, um, but I'm just, um, I, I mean, me and Sergeant mentioned it last week. If that's what you used and that's what set me off again, there's no excuse for what he did. But I can see if he, if that, if he used it, if he used the word, I can see why he did. But at the end of the day, like, if that's what triggered me and that's what happened, I'm going to n- announce it right then at that point, like point blank period, because I'm trying to clear my name as best I can as quickly as I can. And I feel like if you said on that. What day was that? That Thursday is when the game happened. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean maybe there's a chance you like you don't get the full season. Maybe I don't know. But I mean for me personally, I can care less what the publisher says. Right. You, mm-hmm. you, you ain't paying my bills. You like well, I get suspended for the rest of the season, going into next season. Where if I only if I only get two games, it's not up to you. Because <laughs> you so, wait a full week. Yeah, so exactly. First so, thing you call your mind is like, why you wait? Why? Like, yeah. Tell us now a week later. Exactly. So they, they, that sets you off as in like, is this really true? You wait this long. Yeah. So now yeah. it almost makes you look. A little bit even worse. It makes yeah. you look a little worse, honestly. So that's what I'm saying. Me personally, I mean, different strokes for different folks, but I would, I definitely would have said that dead night. Yeah, I know we talked about that and being a publicist, and uh, was it because of kind of like we talked about maybe because the Colin Kaepernick thing was coming up too, which you know I've got the same amount of phone calls from NFL teams that Colin Kaepernick has gotten Ouch. Uh, to this day. Ouch. Um, in this past week, he didn't even have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> right, before you move on, shout out to Trevor. His article about teams that you want kept in it. Shout out, man. Go check that out. Yeah. Uh, I'm just being real about it, though. <laughs> um, but the, the way he waited for he had to say something, right? Uh, I guess to try to prove, quote unquote, some type of innocence. Uh, but it was very, very late, very tardy to the party type of deal. Um, and it was pointless. Who cares? And now, because I'm from Ohio, I have plenty of people that are, that are Browns fans, Browns fans. Um, and so now this has been a, a thing now in Cleveland and other games that they're at. So they have a a Steelers pinata 
Yeah, that was like the worst pin y'all ever seen. Oh, it was. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah, I was like, trying not to get hit with that helmet. Which is what Mason was trying to I thought she was trying to hit the crowd. Yeah, she went into the crowd. I'm like, she was fine, though. I mean, like, she was still Like you said, she just stood in one spot. Exactly. Yeah, dude, dude's an idiot. But at the end of the day, we all, I hopefully agree that Miles was wrong. Um, and if Mason did use that slur, he was also wrong. He was wrong anyway. Uh, yeah, because John Ford and Helmet regardless. But he's double wrong um, coming from me if he did use the inappropriate <laughs> language at any point, which we all do. <laughs> somebody else. Sorry, somebody thought somebody was Charlemagne the God. I think they were talking about you. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> <laughs> somebody said, "Why well, click on the link to watch the?" They're gonna be like Charlemagne the God. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> if folks don't know, because this is recorded, so everyone listen to the recording later. This is a live show. One word is live. Live on game. Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Boxing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so tell me what happened, because I didn't see you here. I did right, nothing. Let me get my analysis of this. So I, <laughs> I watched it first. He knocked him out in the seventh round, right? He being. Y'all take Wilder, not doubt Luis Ortiz. Okay. In the seventh round. So, first six rounds were pretty boring to me, you understand? Nah. Because them folks, I mean, I was about to put a little funny thing on Twitter. I was trying to find the right Jill for, like, hesitation. He's been hesitating. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole time. That's all they were doing. I was like, bro. I was like, I've like, been here. I was talking about the uh, Wilder. Yeah. But then I was thinking as the rounds went on and on, I was thinking to myself, like, he try, he's trying to set him up. That's all it is. He's trying to set him up. Because the only person who was really swinging was Luis Ortiz. You know, I was like, let him swing. He got a couple little shots in, one really affected him. And it was like, all right, finally, I got you. Got you. Bam. Mm-hmm. Not the map. One hit. Mike Tyson style. Mike Tyson style. Interesting. Right. Pretty quick. Um, I, well, I the point that I took from the fight was one. Wilder came out looking like he was about to fight all four Ninja Turtles. No. Uh, <laughs> I did, uh, yeah. Super But, I mean, Ortiz, had is if he was younger, I think would have put up a better fight. Yeah. Um, you're not fighting someone that's in their 40s, um, which hasn't happened since like George Foreman was the last person that actually win a fight and win the heavyweight title at 45. Um, now with y'all yeah, know right I, at 45 I can almost make it but <laughs> heavyweight fights too are kind of boring if they're not getting knocked out in that first round or two they get very boring because they get tired mm-hmm. um, and so Ortiz was giving as much as he could and to your point Wilder was just playing was baiting yeah. just ready you, know. you make one mistake Wilder gonna catch you over the, over the fist um, over the fist right with it and it's over with and that's exactly what happened um but like I said, if Ortiz was younger, I think he would be more of a figure within heavyweight sports or heavyweight boxing, I should say. But as Wilder told him, like, people are scared to fight you. Well, yeah, now they're definitely scared to fight you because you're about to retire anyway. Um, but it just sets up for uh, Wilder and Fury. Yep. Um, yep. The fight, they said in February, which, I mean, that's March. That's very quick. Yeah. March, that it's, is quick. But, like, quick. I've always felt like the window was all, maybe maybe because Floyd and well, Floyd coming back. I was always waiting for a big fight in May. Like, that's always the mm-hmm. time for the mm-hmm. big fight. So yes. I would love it in May, but, 
you know, I don't make the money and I don't make the calls either. So mm-hmm. this is what it is. Um, I, 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 I was able to catch a little bit of the fight and from what I was able to get, it, it seemed to me as if Ortiz had control over the fight. Just to me, just yeah. me personally, yeah. it definitely seemed like as if he had control of the fight. But I mean, leading up to that knockout, it just water, like you said, like and like I said, just, he just kind of walked him into the knockout. Like he baited him, he walked him exactly where he wanted him, and then bow, it just kind of knocked him out. Like, Jeez, that was, <laughs> that was quick. quick. I mean, because like literally, it's like it's, it's, it's as if like I don't know, like I compare it to like how like sometimes like when the Warriors would play somebody, like a lot of times the Warriors, uh, Warriors would be down. 20, 15 mm-hmm. in the first quarter, and then hit them in the third quarter, boom, and they just they just hitting you left and right. You're like, dang, how they get back so quick? And that's that's that fighting is like kind of like that's what that reminded me of. Like he was losing, and he just knocked him out of clean out of nowhere. So I was like, hey, do what you got to do, buddy. So I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't I, trying to. I know the same game. The reference they were down by twenty two to Philadelphia one year at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the third quarter alone, the outscore Philadelphia by thirty two. Yep. to be wow. needed by ten yes. going to the th- going to the fourth quarter. Yep. So then it's like they wake up like, dang, what happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Man, good times. Yeah. Y'all remember when the Warriors were that good? No. 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 <laughs> My yeah. said no. I won't remember it. No. Oh, man. Um, you guys pretty much hit the nail on the head with the fight. Um, Ortiz for the look for the looks of it can have control over it, in my opinion, for yeah, maybe four two five one with scorecard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then of course the, the knockout that just came out of nowhere and you could literally see the sweat leaving Ortiz as he got hit with the punch. And the face he had once he got hit, once he hit the ground, was just hilarious. Like, <laughs> it's mean worthy. Huh? Mean worthy. Yes, yes. I, I'll send you. The, I'll send you the footage because I got to <laughs> say, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they counted about. You ain't seen it. Yeah. I'm glad they. I'm glad they. I'm surprised you didn't. Right. That's like because honestly, because normally you don't see like like after you see stuff in box, you know and don't see highlights that quickly on Twitter. Like they show uh, they highlight like yeah. rather yeah, than yeah, like yeah. Also, yeah. Also had it <laughs> I had it that night. So I've been on the rock. I've been on the rock. Yeah. Anyway, let's get ready for. Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Is you trolling? Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. You say you got another. You got a song coming, right? Yes. It's about time, bro. It's about time. It's about time. I got one. I got a song. Yeah. I got to get in the booth and finish it up a little bit, but yeah, I got it. <laughs> this one. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, who got one? I had um, one, Loki, but then I, like, looked up the stats before I was going to say, I was like, ah, nah, never Well, this makes it even more interesting to bring it Okay. You know, you know, I'm So, I was looking um, at a football player yesterday, and he I drafted him in fantasy, and I was like, let me look at his, like, he's actually not playing as bad as you think. Until I looked at his stats this morning before I was like, ah, oh, no, nah, I can't make that trolling off. But Jameis Winston, I was going to say, is going to be a starter in the NFL next year. A starter? Yes. And I, I wholeheartedly, like, I was thinking that for quite some time, but then I saw how many interceptions that he had. But, like, I think he needs to be in the right situation because I look at it this way. If Mitchell Trubisky can be starting somewhere, 
<laughs> if Mitchell Trubisky can be starting somewhere, who else? If uh, if Marcus Mariel could I be think, starting at some point, I think he. If Marcus Mariel could be starting, who else I, is not that good of a quarterback? So I think it was all. Oh, you, you can put him on the bench. If Mason Rudolph, Mason, Mason Rudolph, Rudolph could throw yes. more interceptions in, and he was named a starter, Jameis Winston, I feel like if he could be if he could be placed in the right situation, if he can be put in a situation where he's constantly not having to. Throw the ball 30, 40, 50 times a game. If you can just kind of cut that back to like maybe 20, 25, give him a solid run game, give him a, a pretty good defense so where he doesn't have to Back walk out there down. every single time and say, dang, like, I got to win the game. Let me just sling it all around the yard the whole time. If you can put him in that situation, I definitely think he could be worth starting for. He could start somewhere. So, yes, I think he will be a starter next year, to your point. Yeah. The same way I think that Cam Newton will be a starter somewhere as well. For sure. Year. Um, I think we look at Jameis Winston's numbers. He has, like, I think, we has two receivers that are over a thousand yards right now, and that's because they always play from behind. To be honest, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know, did they win yesterday? They did. In, they in, did in the, in the W. Mm-hmm. I'm still below five hundred, um, <laughs> but they'll take the W either way. Uh, but yeah, I, I still think James has enough in him to be a starter. The same way I think, like I said, Cam Newton when he comes back next year and is healthy. Um, is also a starter somewhere. Because I was even thinking, like, I wouldn't mind. Because I know Ben is coming back. Oh, boy, and it also depends on how this quarterback that we now I have. definitely come to my conference. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, would, I wouldn't mind if he was the backup for the Steelers. Because I'm pretty sure Ben is going to yeah. get hurt. And I, and I would want to see, like, a, a black quarterback and a black coach kind of see if they could work together. And oh, that sounds like me. <laughs> yeah, but you said Cam Newton. I'm, I'm kind of good on Cam Newton. Uh, <laughs> James Winston. I mean, James Winston. James Winston is. Because this is all enough. Keep it going. 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 So what it is. You see why I didn't want to bring it up? Exactly why I didn't want to bring it up. Because I knew you were going to say something about the Amazon. Exactly. That's a troll, right? That's a troll from YouTube. Yeah, you tripping, bro. But no, I would say actually not a troll because I think even though he is in a good somewhat offensive system with the Bucks, you know, he does have two receivers with a thousand yards. I think he does need a fresh start, you mm-hmm. know, and my thing is, will he be able to maintain it? What he's doing off the field is the biggest thing. Like he mm-hmm. has a lot of off the field issues. Some have been resolved, some that are probably on his way to be on, you know, in a news media, but hopefully not. Mm-hmm. But I think that he will be a starter in NFL next season, but I'm not sure if he's going to end on the team. Next season. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll, we'll look forward to that, I guess. So, it's not true to me. Either. I think also, even with Marcus Mariota, I think the same situation with him. I think he'll be better somewhere else. Because mm-hmm. yeah. the last five years, Tyson, and, I'm Tyson, man. We ain't using the way he's supposed to be used. Yeah. I honestly see him going to the Chargers, Mar- Mariota. So, be on the lookout mm-hmm. for that one. I, see Ooh, that. I can see that. I can see Interesting. That. Yeah. Um, Winston, and that's one I don't, I can see Winston being started, but I can't think of where. Because Chicago, be honest, I don't think Chicago like black quarterbacks. That's why they passed up on two of them in that draft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the last one, right? As we said. <laughs> yeah. Um, and after that, you know, Steelers, <laughs> y'all will be on the lookout for a quarterback. Yeah. I think y'all, yeah. do y'all, uh, 
Big Ben, it's Big Ben. Big Ben announced if, he, if he's retiring or not. He still got a year left. Uh, he definitely trying to come back. He's okay, he coming back. He, he so got money he's trying to do. That's what he's trying to do. He, he got, got him back up. He got 30-something million waiting on so, him. He come back, so we'll, which is so fortunate. Will James Winston be a bridge quarterback somewhere like the Dalton? If I'm the Dolphins, we have I was really about to say the Dolphins. That's funny. That's funny. They're undefeated on the right. The bank is about to have the number one pick. They got they. They got they got terrible. Yeah, Joe 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 Burrow can be in Cincinnati next year. He started being game day one. Yeah. I can't really think of the team. I mean, it's plenty of teams that need a quarterback, but it's like what team is going to put him out there? Jacksonville. They paid Nick Foles a lot. They paid Nick Foles a lot. He got hurt. He came off injury. I think the best place for him to go, and I don't think he would necessarily start next year, but you got to get out Because you got to think about like how Teddy Bridgewater has kind of like developed himself as a quarterback. So Bridgewater was not throwing picks like James Winston. Right, but I'm saying, but if he sits behind, and and that's all assuming that Drew Brees comes back, but. If you can, if I'm pretty sure Teddy Bridgewater's leave. I'm pretty sure that's the case, mm-hmm. um, because I'm pretty sure a team is gonna throw him in the bag or whatever. But if you, if Jameis Winston can kind of go to New Orleans and sit behind Drew Brees for like at least another year, sit and like sit under their coach and sit, sit under um, Sean Payton, like I mean maybe that's the right uh, the right uh, situation for him. You know, like I mean he necessarily wouldn't be starting, but I mean if I'm Jameis Winston, I'm like all right, let me see what I can learn from Drew Brees and Sean Payton for a year or two. Maybe I mean. Because Drew Brees is going to retire sometime soon. He's going to always play for New Orleans, so maybe that wouldn't be a bad situation for him to go to. I got a team, but I don't think they'll get Jameis Winston. Tom Brady might be retiring. He sold his house. He did a lot. He's not looking good. <laughs> yeah, Do you true. see the Patriots? They'll be on the market for a quarterback. Want to see no who else? The Eagles. They just paid. They just they paid. Just paid, paid, paid they just paid. They don't even matter. They just need some. They need some. <laughs> they just paid. They need receivers. They need receivers. Healthy receivers. Healthy ones too. Yeah. I was just joking. I was joking. <laughs> <laughs> We're thinking about teams. I really can't think of one. Because the Titan Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, he Ryan Tannehill staying <laughs> Tennessee. Where he looking? Um, and we gonna draft. We probably gonna draft a quarterback too. But yeah. he gonna be a bridge quarterback for us. So James Winston though. We better not there. Um, the Colts, Colts. Yeah, Colts Kobe Brissett, depending on what they feel about him. Yeah, we'll see after December twenty second. Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. Matthew Stafford. Stafford's out with the bad back. Who knows how long? He's how long? Be how bad the injury will be? Yeah. So who knows? Got some decent receivers. There's gonna be a lot of moving quarterbacks this offseason. Sure. A lot. A lot. Right. Anybody else got one? I got one. Yeah, so I got one. I got one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a team that's eight and eight right now in the Western Conference Final. Not West Conference Final in the Western Conference, and I think they can slick make the playoffs once they reach their full potential. That team is the Phoenix Suns. Woo! Kelly Oubre. They're they're eight and eight right now. Kelly Oubre. Why you mention that name first? I mean, uh, that's yeah, why did you mention? Because he's hooping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, okay. but if you if you're thinking I mean, of the Phoenix Suns, you would go at least go go Devin Booker first. Jeez, you might say Kelly Oubre. Like, the X Factor in all this, though, and we're not giving him a credit, is Ricky Rubio. Because a lot of people mm-hmm. clown Ricky Rubio signing with the Suns, but Ricky Rubio is a formation uh, point guard. He's a system point guard. And I, all you have to do is look for one of the best shooters in the league and, you know, get on the ball. And he's going he, – you know, Devin Booker's having a, an official season. And, oh, yeah. you know, DeAndre Aiden, he's out probably another couple weeks, and they still 8-8. Eight eight. You know what I'm saying? Then once DeAndre Ayn comes back, I heard he's been working on his jump shot, which, you know, consistency is key. Once he start knocking that down, he already have a pretty good inside game anyway. 
And, you know, salute to Monty Williams. He's coaching, that, that's he, something. He, he's coaching that hell out of them boys. And, like I said, they're 8-8. Eight and eight. And the way it's looking, I they, they in the playoff hunt. Shout out to former Grizzly Javon Carter, too. Get Jamal. this for them, too. So, mm-hmm. so, so yep. Charlie Nye, Phoenix Suns will, will make the playoffs. <laughs> Somebody Listen, said, you know, Four but, days ago, they were number two in assists per game, number five in fast break points per game. Rookie Rubio going to pass that. Seven in three-point percentage. Number eight, number eight in offensive rating. So, four days ago, and it's still, I think, it's still kind of true now. Yeah. I think they are going to give you a chance to make it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I still think the West is still going to miss the Suns. You've seen Luka Doncic like that? Yeah. I, I, I mean, they top four, though. So, I mean, you know. Mavericks will be, yeah. Because yeah. they don't have Dirk playing defense anymore, right? But I really think I think the Suns are going to be better than what we expected them to be um, from the start of the show, from the start of the season. I, the reason why I did mention Kelly first is because he's been playing some great basketball, all around basketball. Um, Booker, I I hear you. Yeah, he he is their star. He is what Phoenix is. Like he's built. Phoenix is going to build around Devin Booker. Devin Booker is a scorer. Oubre is going to score, but he's playing some great lengthy defense on some of your best players. And that's why I like to that's see um, out of, I'm not going to say the, the star of Phoenix, but a, a central piece of Phoenix right now. So I think they get number nine seed, um, to be honest. Um, they're definitely better than the Kings. Um, we got the number nine seed right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I think number nine. Uh, I don't think they're in the, in the eighth. I agree. I'm more leaning towards the nine. When they were battle to get in, that'd be a nine to ten. I think it's still gonna even itself out. Cause I, I know Portland five and twelve right now. Oh. I think they're gonna turn it around. Portland's eventually they gotta get healthy. Yeah, I think they're Once gonna they get, get healthy. healthy it's gonna turn around. around. Now the other teams I saw below them, San Antonio has been struggling, but I just believe Greg Popovich. Pop. You don't mm-hmm. go against Pop. Now, talk about some trades now. There you go. Now, just, now, oh, now. Yeah. I have to see it. I should have went first. Should have could have would have. Yeah, the Rose is floating around. So, yeah. and I'm going based on the team they got right now. <laughs> exactly. And Orlando is 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 rumored. Oh, my son. I mean, he brought him. He needs to start too. He needs he needs more minutes. Yeah, no, folks, he saw now, he definitely need more minutes. Yeah. Well, I can't get you a Phoenix Hills to coach. Monty Williams. Monty Williams, yes. And that's why they will have a chance. And I, I can see it happening, but I don't think They'll finish, like you said, around the nine spot, exactly where the Kings finished last season. So, and they'll be much better. Kind of like the Kings. Yep. Yeah, I would say I'm actually going to agree with you. Is it? Is it not being a troll? And it's and I'd say it's not a troll because there's going to be at least between Phoenix, Sacramento, and then y'all mentioned it like a, a key team to look at is San Antonio because at one point they lost eight in a row, which surprised the hell out of me. They lost eight in a row. Then I don't think Pop is happy with DeRozan or Aldridge, which I've read two reports that they he could possibly move one, if not both. And you see where that would go? Huh? Did you look at where that would possibly land? I'm not bringing that up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. The heat. Well, I did miss he, was, he was waiting on the heat. Oh, uh, that's, what he <laughs> oh, that's why he said that. I don't. We better not get on the road. Not the ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ball is ultras over here. Yeah, so that's, that's, one thing, what, that's one team to look, look out for, too. But then, like, another uh, sneaky team, too, that's been playing pretty decent, even though the record doesn't show it, 
is New Orleans. New Orleans has played yeah. yes. uh, a lot of good close games. And so, of course, you got to think that uh, if Zion's come, if he can come back and stay healthy, you can think he can make up the ground. Um, and then you got to look at Portland, too, to see if they make us the ground if they get healthy, too. But, I mean, you never know. So, I mean, I would definitely say it's not a trouble because, you, I mean, Phoenix could surprise you, like you said, yeah. because I, I definitely think it's a Monty Williams. So, in a sense, I think – we us three said troll, but it, since it's really not a troll, we it's can really, see we can see it happening. We just predicting that one way. You, I mean, then okay, I get what you're saying. So it's good. Let me say this about New Orleans. I think Zion's going to come back and mess up what's going on in New Orleans. I really do. You think they're going to get all the spotlight at that point? I, I think Brandon Ingram was playing incredible. Lights out. Oh, oh God, I'm so he glad somebody else been saying it. I've been saying it for two years. Um, and it's been doing it years. consistently. That's another thing. I think that was one thing for the Lakers was consistency, but he wasn't getting enough time like he's getting in New Orleans. So I, I actually think chemistry is a huge thing for me. And I don't believe when you enter Zion into these situations, he's going to be the best bet. He's not going to be on the, on the floor in the last couple minutes of a close game. I don't see that yet. But I haven't also seen him on the court yet. Okay. Anybody else get one? Nope. Uh, but I don't know where Carmelo then hit 25 points. Just thought mm. I mentioned that. Double low. It's the longest they win. As long as they win, because they've been trash. I thought I'd mention that. But two, make him happy. I'm happy. <laughs> All right, remember? We are powered by the Bench Podcast Network. Check us out on our new website. It's LBR Sports 901.wixsite. Dot com slash real. Also, follow us on social media Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's LBR Sports 901. And you can listen to us on any podcast platform. All right, before we end today, Thanksgiving's coming up. Name of the episode is Let's Be Real Thankful. So, we're going to go around and talk about something we're thankful, uh, thankful for. But before we go, we'll give a couple shout outs to the people responding to us on Twitter, Blackhaven12. For one, he said if Jared Goff can be a starter, then James Winston should be. <laughs> Big facts. Big, Big facts. Big facts. Big facts. Okay. Big facts. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> like we were saying about contracts, Jared Goff just signed a contract too. So okay. That's true. I mean, like, he can't be 35-6. He just signed a contract. <laughs> it's the Ravens. That's true. It's the Ravens. You know the NFL, once you sign a big contract, you got at least two or three years. Hell and dead. Um, but he also said what he was thankful for at Blackhaven 12. He said he was thankful that the Grizz is finally sucked so they can start the rebuild process and get young, great young I players. Really, yeah. 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 I agree. Yep. And he also said he's thankful that his Miami Hurricanes will get back on track football next season. We really hope so, buddy. <laughs> they ain't looking too good down there. But they losing to like FIU. FIU. And they oh, and dance on Saturday. I'm telling you, that was cool. That was cool. All right. Yeah, on Facebook, uh, a homie, Joshua Midget. From the Talk Back Live podcast, said, yeah. mm-hmm. he said he was thankful for the Titans. He's a Titans fan. Also, fellow Titans fan, salute. Thankful the Titans won, uh, <laughs> winning for the last five. And Trevor, wifey. Trevor's wife, Amanda, Aww. said she's very thankful for Duke. I mean, uh, Detroit just won the game 103 to 88. Luke Kennard had 20 <laughs> points. Who they play? The, the Warriors? Orlando. Uh, <laughs> 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 Golly, how time flies. Man. Man. <laughs> time flies. Golly. But I guess I'll start first one. I'm thinking for I Get along with Joshua Midget, uh, the Titans. I mean, turnaround the season's been. How Ryan Tannehill has looked lately. There's been a couple of things. Titans, the Vols turning around. Everything going over the season. Ball eligible. Yep. <laughs> 
And boy, <laughs> the Liberty Bowl. Sweet. Fuck gonna be here tomorrow. Hey, man, take it. Need to see what day is on. I know, right? <laughs> but also, uh, as y'all know, we have to be early this year. So, personal situation, uh, just being alive for sure. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. No, I say life is not. You know, every day is not promised. And literally, early this year, um, I had a gun pointed at me. So it's kind of. But me to get through this year has been y'all have definitely definitely helped me. So I'm thankful for y'all guys. Get through this brother. For sure. No, we definitely uh thankful for having you, Gene, for real. <laughs> <laughs> definitely thankful for having you. Um, I'll go. Um, I I'll keep it local and I would definitely say I'm thankful for Mike Norvell, Penny Hardaway, um, and everything that is Memphis. I mean, just to think about like the amount of buzz that's continued throughout um this year, like, I mean you go back two years ago, I don't think anybody could even fathom to have this much, um, this much buzz, this much excitement in like so many sports. Whether it's college football for the Tigers, whether it's college basketball for the Tigers, whether it's uh, or whether it's the Grizzlies, like it's just so much. Like every week, it's something. Like it's so much to look forward to. Like this past Saturday was just like you gotta. I mean, I make sure I watched every single thing for for Memphis. Whether it was, I was at the Memphis and Ole Miss game, I made sure I watched the entire um, college football game where it was uh, Memphis and. In South Florida, and of course, then I watched the uh, the entire game for the Lakers and the Grizzlies. It's just like, dang, like it's just so much going on. College game day has been here. Memphis had the number one recruiting class in college basketball. And then, of course, you got to think about John Moran and everything that he's mm-hmm. um, that he's doing on the court. Uh, so definitely thankful for everything when it comes to Memphis sports, and I'm also thankful for LeBron James helping out my Lakers. <laughs> so who are you cheering wow. for Saturday? Huh? Who are you cheering for? Lakers play the Grizzlies. Do you want me to be honest? That I, I can answer Let's that. Be real. Let's be I was real. actually. Hoping the Grizzlies won that game. Mm. I was actually oh. hoping that the Grizzlies won that game. Was it because of LeBron's tweet? No, it was actually just because I wanted to see the hometown. Yeah, I just kind of wanted to see the hometown win. The hometown team win. Plus, John Moran was doing my like it's pretty dirty. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I definitely wanted them to end oh, up win. Well, uh, for me, well, you took one of my uh, things as far as the city as a whole in the terms of sports. Uh, but um, I'm just thankful for to be able to talk sports with you guys. Of course. Thank you for the personal stuff going on. Thank you for the wife. We thank you for the family. Um, thankful that we got some good basketball. Um, thankful for Zach Levine. For those that don't know, oh, wow. um, prior to his explosion, <laughs> explosion against the Hornets, um, he had caught some flack for uh, not playing defense, essentially, and causing the rift between him and Coach Jim Boylan. And for him to respond with 13 threes, 49 points, 13 threes, including the game winner. Mm. Like, salute Zach Levine on that one. So. Oh, oh, God. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. He's thankful, <laughs> he's, right now. First, he's thankful that Ohio State is tanking the nation in basketball. They are? They are. What? Yes, we are. They are. I guess I'll go personal in sports. Let's be real. Um, thankful for my wife, my family, um, God. That should have actually been first. Yeah. Um, and then everything else that follows from there. Um, thankful for you guys giving me the opportunity to be here. Um, it's been my saving grace every single Sunday. Um, and I can't wait to look on Twitter or Facebook and say, oh, we're up, we're ready. Like, I'm not talking to nobody else on the phone when I'm in the car. Like, mm-hmm. I got to listen to the podcast. Um, sports-wise, um, let's, I'm real thankful for my high school, Pickens High School Central, excuse me, who advanced again um, in the state playoff round. 
Um, thankful for the House of Buckeyes basketball uh, and football, of course. Chase Young is back, six and a half sacks. Um, and then thankful for the Eagles. I know we got blown out by the 76ers the other night, but we're not that no one's going to be that great on the back to back nights like that. Um, playing a team of that great right now, y'all so, are responding pretty well tonight, though. Oh, yeah, we're going to. That's when we get the day rest. So that's what I'm thankful for. Man, there's so much I'm thankful for, but first things first is y'all, man. Uh, coming in here, being able to talk sports with guys that actually know what the hell they're talking about is always been my thing. But man, it's, it's like we we're like brothers now. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Even starting the year off, you know, at point A, you know, to going to point B to now here, yep. mm-hmm. and, you know, and just maintaining that happiness and that sanity and that you know ability to saying that we all love coming in here and you know being able to just enjoy each other, enjoy talking sports, you know, laugh get on each other's head, and then, you know what I'm saying, it's, it is it is what it is, so I'm, I'm grateful to be a part of, and I appreciate y'all. Um, so I got three of them. For one, the new foundation for the Grizzlies. So we got the best player in the draft who could be, you know, the best point guard in the league one day, John Morant, you know. He's bringing the excitement back to Grizzlies basketball, and, you know, even got Lou Williams talking about him on TV on how he goes <laughs> and watch that. him. So, you know, that's, that's, that's real good to see it because, you know, the Grizzlies really don't get that exposure, mm-hmm. so... You know, salute to them. Salute to Lamar Jackson. He's playing right now. You know, I hadn't said much about him, but salute MVP. to him. MVP, uh, he's changed the game not only with his play, but just his confidence. You know, once he got drafted, you can see in his eyes, like, okay, y'all done messed up. Mm-hmm. And let me show y'all. And he's showing that right now. So for every, for every black kid that's watching, you know, trying to change the game, just be true to yourself and just work your ass off because mm-hmm. we seeing it in Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what people say about you, do your thing. Number three, and last but not least, the Dreamville album is nominated for a Grammy. It's the best album of the year. I'm grateful for it, man. So salute to J. Cole. They made one hell of an album in the time that they did. And I'm grateful, man. Grateful for life. For sure. That's what's up, man. So, yep. All right. And you finish off with a happy Thanksgiving. Don't eat too much. Please, because I will. From the fattest sports podcast on the Plenty things, plenty things, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, plenty things, yeah. 
waste no time Said a nigga like me hard to find, yeah. Think I know the signs when I see the signs, yeah. Close mouths don't get fed, tell me what's on your mind uh. Ask me can I slide like risky business, so I did Said that she prefer our interactions off the grid, yeah. Mission too impossible to start over again It's 624 at the gate, now I got access to the crib, yeah. Provoked, yeah. Begging me to crash for the night, I can't do it. Plenty things, plenty things, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, plenty things, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, plenty things, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, plenty things, yeah. Plenty things, plenty things, For the year ahead at Macy's One Day Sale. Going on now with deals of the day like three-piece comforter sets, $24.99. Get creative in the kitchen with cookware sets, just $39.99. And prep for a future getaway with 65 to 75% off luggage closeouts from Samsonite, Travel Pro, Delsey, and more. Plus, get your dot-com orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup. Or you can pick them up inside the store. For details, visit Macy's.com. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Get your space ready for the year ahead at Macy's One Day Sale. Going on now with deals of the day like three-piece comforter sets, $24.99. Get creative in the kitchen with cookware sets, just $39.99. And prep for a future getaway with 65 to 75% off luggage closeouts from Samsonite, Travel Pro, Delsey, and more. Plus, get your dot-com orders fast with contact-free curbside pickup. Or you can pick them up inside the store. For details, visit Macy's.com. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.